0: Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at amfam.com.
1: Well, that's a question we've certainly all asked ourselves, but now there's a movie by that title, and co directors and producers and stars of the movie are here. Say hello to Megan Good and Tamara Bass. Hey, ladies, Happy New Year. Huh? Happy Hi, New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know something, we're going to get right into this because I know you don't have a lot of time. I thoroughly enjoyed watching the movie for a variety of reasons. Yay. But <laughs> but I've got to tell you, you know, you both have such long credits on the big and small screen, but now this whole co-directing thing, and you directed the movie together. How did that work? Uh, it was, it was
0: actually pretty. pretty you. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Meg. You got it. <laughs> no, okay. No, so you it, got it. You got it. Um, uh, you know, it's interesting because Tam and I,
2: we've, We've been friends since we were 16 and 19 years old, and it was a natural progression. And on set, you know, we would both see the same exact thing, and then we would both see two completely different things. And the great thing was that it was like one brain with two different halves, you know, working at the same time. And I think that that made the project all the more special.
1: Yeah. What she said. Uh, (laughs) uh, Okay. So, let me just say this, because, uh, you know, like I said, you've both been doing things for a very long time, since you were really children, almost, <laughs> but this is the directorial mm-hmm. t- debut, and I've got to tell you, 2020, it, it was a lot of things, but it was kind of a good year for African-American women, female directors, you know? hmm you, you guys falling into this? I think it's been that. a long
0: time, it's been a long time coming, and I think... What's happening is you saw it, it was a it's a it was a banner year for black women directors, but it was also a banner year for women taking control. Like it was a lot of indies. It was a lot of black women saying, OK, I'm sick of asking for permission. I'm going to do it mm-hmm. and you're mm-hmm. going to get on board or you're not, but I'm going to do it. And I think that that's just been. From years and years of frustration and I look at you know I look at the disappointments in our industry is you can do one or two things you can either grow bitter and complain all the time or you can actively work to change them from within and I think that that's what we mm-hmm. saw in 2020 was women actively changing it instead of sitting on the sidelines and waiting for permission
2: yeah well, and I think so also it's at the stage you know as soon as is as, as everything happened you know Tam and I jumped on the phone and you know we had previously we had gone the film festival circuit and we had gotten a lot of incredible feedback from people that you wouldn't have even imagined that would have seen the film and loved it um, and what was really interesting is that we, we you know initially uh, struggled a little bit to sell it and so when we the conversation that we kept having was well people you know they don't really want to see a black female drama and they're like that's not true and it's not just black females who want to see you know this movie and it's not just about that. there's so much to it. and um, and when we you know when everything kind of hit, we sat down and we said we're gonna sell this movie, hell or High Water. Um, and I think it did really set the stage as well. I think it, it part of it is you know an, an attitude in us and a knowingness that that this is our time and we deserve it and we've worked for it. Um, and I think a lot, of it, a lot of it also was, you know, an in, in, in environment shift. The reality yeah. of, you know, we have not always been allowed to be portrayed as complex and unique and um, special and uh, worthy and capable uh, as we are. And not every black woman has been represented in film the way that they should be. And so I think everything really kind of aligned and, and came together.
1: You know, it's it really did. I was telling my husband, who was sort of listening to the film while I was watching it, and he said, oh, what's that? And I was telling him, and he said, oh, <laughs> there are some lines, you know, because he's a former jock, so he could get into some of this. <laughs> but... Um, but it, but it's really funny because I said to him, I said, you know, the thing I love about watching these films now or these TV shows or whatever, is like, first of all, we all look good. We always did look good. But now we live in large, not necessarily even large, but just the way we should live. Everybody looks good. And no matter whatever your situation is, that's the way we are finally being portrayed. You know, it was f- 29 or 30 years ago or 40 years ago. It was only the Cosby show where you had intelligent college educated black focus on the screen and now most of us are like that so if nothing else we've moved that far you know
0: right yeah that's Mm -hmm. our reality you know it's and that's what I try to write anytime I sit down in front of a computer I'm like you know what can I contribute to this narrative what is it that I want to show and I want to show that as black women in particular, you know, as black people, but especially black women, because I'm always, I am unapodic, unapologetically a champion for black women. It's, it's mm-hmm. in my blood. I want to see us win. I want to see us all win. So I'm always like, you know, we're not this monolithic thing. We, we are not, we don't, we, we're viewed through this myopic lens and it's it's not the reality. We're complex. We have all of these nuances I want to show them. I want to show my friends. I want to show, you know, I went to college. I graduated college at 21. I want to show mm-hmm. those stories. And now, like you said, there has a, there's a shift that is changing and people are taking control and it feels great to witness and to be a part of. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it just—it just really is. But to talk a little bit about the the movie and the theme, if not now, when? Boy, y'all got some stuff going on up in this one. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> there's a, there's somebody with a, a little bit of an addiction problem. There's somebody with a you know philandering husband problem there's somebody with problems they don't even know they have i mean it's just but it's very real it's very real and you know what's interesting no matter what age you are it's the same it's the same for everybody so i think you really really captured that and this is coming out on is it the 8th of uh yeah yeah that's this that's this week already where will we be able to see this If, um on-demand,
0: digital, like any place you can rent or um, digital on-demand being like the cable companies, iTunes, Amazon, um, we have a list everywhere. of them, but it's like all of the, yeah, everywhere that you can think to rent or I even believe it's purchasable.
1: Is that a word? I, if not, I just made up one. Yay. Yeah. On um,
0: <laughs> iTunes, <laughs> um, uh this week,
1: this Friday. This coming Friday, yeah. It's it's really a nice... And there's something um, very calming about watching it. I did notice that. So when you think about all these little elements, and plus you guys have a great cast. I mean, you've got some really good people in here that have been doing some great mm-hmm. things. So as as directors, what was it like working with the cast? Oh, it was our
0: playground. Um, yeah, yeah. It
2: was, a, it was a really <laughs> incredible experience because I think the thing that I love that Tam and I got a chance to do was we didn't we didn't let people just contribute for the job that they were hired to contribute for. We let everybody contribute in every way that they could as a human being. And, you know, the, the actresses, they had thoughts and ideas and the crew. And it was really, you know, one of those situations where we wanted everyone to know that nobody is above anyone and that we're thankful that everybody is here. And it's not just us giving someone a job. It's, it's all of us helping each other, you know? And I think that, that we tried to create a really special atmosphere where we were raw, we were honest, we were transparent, we were vulnerable with each other. Um, we had conversations, you know? There there was, I think, there was a lot of Pam in every character, and I found a lot of myself in every character. And, you know, just having simple conversations was like, you know, Makia's characters, uh, Suzanne, you know, about uh, her character, not sure if she wanted to be a mother, you know, those are things that Mm -hmm. even I have thought that I thought was not okay to talk about or to say out loud because that makes me a bad person or something. And being able to have that kind of like dialogue about, okay, what if you aren't ready? And what if you need Mm -hmm. your timing, if you ever get there, if that's right for you. And so we really just try to have honest conversations and create an atmosphere where, where everyone could really um, bring a lot of truth and, and rawness to every part of the film.
1: Yeah, it, it really does. And in ways that you don't really suspect, because, you know, we're in this film, uh, one of the main themes is that you do deal with prescription addiction, prescription, prescription mm-hmm. drug addiction, which is huge. I mean, Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, you, people have thought about the pandemic, but all this stuff is still going on. You know, in the midst of the pandemic, it's gotten even worse. So, if mm-hmm. you know, just giving a little advice to people about even getting help because this is that time of the year when, boy, people need help to get over a bunch of big humps here. <laughs> what would you say to yes. to the audience out there? And say about just watching the film starting on Friday. I feel
0: like I hope that people leave the film with hope. I hope that they understand that no matter what you're going through, there is someone in your life that is there for you if you simply ask for help. And I think that that's where a lot of the crux of our problems come, is that we feel like we're battling all of these things alone and that no one else is going through it because obviously when you're in the midst of your problems, that's how it feels. But in watching this movie, I hope you get to see, like, there are other people going through things and if you reach out and ask for help, that help will be extended for you. You know, it does it might not even come from the place that you thought it was gonna come from. But no matter what, there is a lifeline out there. That's you know, that's my hope that people take away from the movie.
1: Yeah. I, I absolutely agree, and it is all of that. So, what's coming up next, ladies? I know we're still in uh, COVID lockdown, but doesn't seem to be bothering you guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I mean it has been—it's been crazy. Yeah, like it's—it's it's crazy because 2020 started with you know COVID and this and that. You know, we're like, what is happening in the world? But I was able to come out of quarantine to direct um, "Don't Waste Your Pretty" for TV One that comes out next month i believe um that stars Carrie hilson and deborah joy Weinan, and that is amazing we had a ball doing that even if we got covet tests every other day for <laughs> weeks um and then i also just wrote a film for lifetime as part of their you know Rips from the headline stories that mm-hmm. um <laughs> we'll also star Deborah Joy Winans. <laughs> so I wrote that, and now I'm currently pitching a TV show that um would <laughs> again star me and Deborah Joy Winans. We just got along, and now we're like, Stuck <laughs> for life it's kind of like having you know stuck with megan again and stuck with makia again it's like this is this is when you find good people i'm like why not judd apatow yeah and Seth Rogen rogan have done it for years and that's how things get done so why not get on the gravy train too
1: there you go a girl no. got to stay on, and stay on that gravy train as long as you can trust me Well yeah, also, like, can... we got to create our opportunities and help each other out so that's the way the world works <laughs> it really does and so I really appreciate both of you Megan it's been a long time since I've seen you Uh, I remember when you and your sister were actually starting out you know so you ladies have still got it going on I absolutely love it I know it just is I don't know how I don't know how fast the time has has done that I don't even know but um, (laughs) you're all still adorable (laughs) and talented so I'm loving it and I'm loving and telling everybody if not now when Boy, and that's a great title yes. because if not now, when? And I think at the beginning of the year is when people are really asking that question. So now they can tune in on Friday on all the digital formats and um, and check out the film. Ladies, come back right. again anytime. Thank you. And for everybody else out there, thank you for tuning in. You know you can catch uh, all of our podcasts and all of our video stuff as well on SoundCloud, Stitcher, or any other podcast directory. Download everything and go to the YouTube channel. You don't want to miss it. I'm Tanya Hart. Have a great one.
0: Hollywood Live Extra, a product of American Urban Radio Networks.
1: You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.